Get to say hey yeah 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 cause I'm with my boy Castle. It's the dissect DJ. What up, Steve? Justin, we made it. We're back. We're back, baby. I'm feeling good. How you feeling, man? Nice. We did a little nice uh, holiday break. Took a couple of weeks off to recharge the batteries, do some holiday celebrating, which was mostly in a condensed environment with pretty much nobody around. Yeah, Very consolidated uh, celebration of the New Year's. Yeah, I did. I did very little. I actually went the New Year's weekend. And realized, like, I think I, like, didn't really even see anybody this whole weekend, pretty much. I was, And normally, that would be very depressing, but knowing that that's kind of, like, what we're supposed to be doing, and, like, I think most people also had a similar experience, I'm like, well, I guess I could feel good about that. All right, yeah. Most rest have ever got a New Year's weekend, though, so. It was getting a little weird for me, because, you know, when you're uh, isolating your house like that, and you start going over different things, you start realizing different things about yourself, you know? You start realizing... Um, that shit was a little weird than my last shit. What did I eat? And you start calculating like, oh, last time I ate vegetables and ice cream the night before. I'm going to cut you off because you've immediately chased me away from any conversation I want to have. And that makes you realize you're also chasing away any listeners I want to hear. If I was listening to this podcast already, I would have like kicked exit. All right. So just found out more about myself. That's all I was trying to do. The fact is, it is 2021 and it is the dissect. DJs. DJs. We're back with a whole nother year of activity for y'all. We're rounding around the third base. We're about ready to slide in a home for season one. Can you believe it? We're in episode 48, I believe. Midlife crisis zone. We're having a, a midlife crisis of it. We're doing well. We're loving it. We're over at 400k listeners. That means we love y'all for you know tuning in every week, checking in what's new with the Dissect DJs, and uh, I'm glad that we're back with y'all with another brand new edition. Because like I said, we took a little holiday break there, which brings me to this. It was brought to my attention that in our last live episode, in our review of Mariah's "All I Want for Christmas Is You," uh, we kind of forgot to give her any slaps or snaps mm. just kind of faded out and and wished everybody a merry christmas and then called it a nightcap but uh you know what we didn't need to slap that out yeah i think it's fine it's fine we don't need to post review that like it's fine like you know we know what that is we don't yeah, gotta like to break it down as a song it's a holiday piece that just lasts forever and you didn't I need to call us out on that either i didn't appreciate you guys calling us out on that you know what i do because i like feedback yeah well which brings me to this Where's all the feedback? We need more of it. Hey, we got an Instagram account at Dissect DJs, and uh, feel free to drop us a line. You know, comment on one of our many posts, send us a little DM, whatever. Give us a request, something that you want us to dissect, and maybe a little review of what we do. You know, we always yeah, love to hear feedback. And uh, you know yeah. what? And I, we always give out the number, and I'm not giving it out anymore because uh, the calls that we do get are not acceptable and appropriate. So, no longer giving out the number. Which was five five oh four. You didn't got cut off, biatch. Yeah, y'all got cut off. I'm not even gonna finish the number. Cut off. No more number for y'all. Go check Hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Dissect DJs. It's simple. You yeah. all got Instagram. Everybody got Instagram. If not, we're on Facebook too, Twitter. But really, figure it out. Hit really, us up. talk to us. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what we uh, what you appreciate and what you don't like. Y'all can tell us that too. But it's gonna hurt me. I mean, it's the year two thousand. 20 whatever <laughs> actually i think it's 2021 but uh 
Are we calling it 2021 yet? 2021. Yeah, that works. It's the age of the digital what? feedback. And you know what else it's the age of? Shouting. Oh, okay. I think we got to shout. Got to like shout it. this one out. It's oh. 2021. A lot of chaos happened in the world. It wasn't the most graceful year we've ever seen. And we're trying to gracefully tiptoe our way into the next year. And I'm saying, fuck all that graceful shit. Let's shout it no, out. Let's bring it, huh? let's, let's bring it into the, one of those songs. That bring it in with off. a bang. It starts off just like we all know it. And the moment you hear that piano. Excellent. And you hear, hey, don't sleep on that. Let's no, start I'm with just, that. I'm not dumb. Here and hit and joined in with him going, where the classic where. Those what combined an intro, an intro. You you know, like oh shit, we're about to shout right now. Let me oh, stretch real quick. You get a little shout? neck stretch. Are we about you move to the shout? shoulders. You move the shoulders, Uh-oh. and you're like, Uh-oh. all right, here we go. Oh, and then he says it. You know, you make me wanna shout. Kick my heels up and shout. Throw my hands up and shout. Throw my head back and he's shouting in a lot of different ways. Every different, he actually just shouted it in every different. And if you just watched a man do that, say he was listening to the headphones and just doing what Otis Day told him to do right there, you would think this man is having a panic attack. He is suffering through yeah. heels some sort up, of seizure. followed by hands up, followed by head back. Yeah, he this is man is shouting in every shouting which way intensely. Yeah, yeah, you would be like, I should I call nine one one right now? What is happening? But I don't want to skip over that first little piano riff because like. It's such an easy sounding little piano thing, but think about like all the notes that he just runs through right there. Can you play that again real quick? Listen to all the piano notes that he just hit. He just ran through. Like if you watch somebody play that, you'd have been like, "Oh, what were you about to party?" That alone is actually a very slept-on intro. We talk about some of that. We actually had one of the episodes a, a few weeks back where we talked about the best first notes of song history. That is an underrated one because what an amazing use of the piano to get your attention right away. And then, of course, Otis Day comes in with that great... And, like, there's few songs that I think come in so gentle but yet like grab everybody's attention like oh shit here which we is, go which i gotta be honest it's a little crazy because you would think that piano riff has been done before like but really, it hasn't because otherwise i would have it associated no, I mean, with I, anything else I, no i just think this song took over that riff so much so because that's that definitely riff been done before that all the way down the line i mean this once you do it that's like the not like that that's like the beginnings of piano to do something like no. that but because otherwise, because the way usually people usually, I having been somebody that played piano before, I used to love to. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I, I was never got good. But what I like to do anytime I was sitting at the piano was I'd go the, bring, I would do that. That was easy. What he's doing is a, he's using his fingers across. Yeah, you're doing the, the great balls of fire. We do the great yeah, balls yeah. of fire. That's easy. I was able to do yeah, that yeah, as yeah. a seven year old. What he's doing is he's hitting every key super quick across the board. Like that's that's talent. And it's impressive, and it starts to fire well. Give you that. Yep. It's a good igniter of the song, and it's then an he, igniter. Gets, he has all those different thrustings of a uh, of shouting, and then he gets into this line, which ever since I was young, and I know I say that I've realized after listening to us a lot, mm-hmm. I say ever since I was young because it's true. I've listened to these songs and never really paid attention, but I always was like, "What the heck? wait a minute?" And he says, "Don't forget to say you will." What the say fuck is he saying right there? You will. Don't forget to say you will. Say what? you will shout. 
don't don't forget to say I will. Like when when did I ever infer that? Wait, I is was... is he asking for you to say you? I don't know. He say just says, "Don't forget to say you will." Don't forget to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what he's asking me not to forget. To, like I wasn't gonna forget. You're, you're singing gonna it shout. To, I, There's no chance I was gonna. The forget. entire song is a promise that you will shout. And I guarantee, with the way you've started this, I will. But you don't have to tell me don't forget. Now you're just disrespecting my loyalty to your amazing craft that a song that's already been hitting really hard at this point are you accusing otis day of i'm just uh, a little disappointed that he has to forget like he doesn't have loyalty i just don't think he's looking out for me and and understanding that i am into his song as much as he thinks i am don't forget to say you will i reminding you i won't forget reminding you to say you will is not necessarily disrespecting you he just really wants to make sure that you will. That's him anticipating that I'm not going to pay attention initially. Because if not, he wouldn't have to say that. It's like if we're going on a road Straight trip up. and I said, hey, did everybody remember to go to the bathroom? I'm not disrespecting you by saying, hey, you're too stupid to remember to do that. I'm just saying by the you time we hit the, by the, time we hit the 605, I don't want to hear, hey, by the way, well, can you pull over to the side? And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you go to the bathroom? I'm sorry. I disagree with you. You are saying that I'm an idiot. And that I don't know how to realize whether or not I know when to pee. I don't think he's saying that. You know what I think he's saying? What? Say you will. God, I love the energy this song brings to the table. There's very few songs that actually have a tempo of this beat that actually, like this song, as a DJ, I'm sure you would know, like you got to be ready for a huge fluctuation in tempo, right? And then it has this point that we're about to get to where it's going to slow the hell down. And that is a rare thing for songs to be able to pull off to where they can switch up the tempo but still make it work. But Shout absolutely makes it work because it's that much of a domination of the dance floor kind of song. That it literally commands the respect that everybody that's listening is like, oh, gotta follow the song. Gotta, everybody's gotta go with it. It's not a song that ever just kind of plays in the background. When it's playing, everybody is aware of it. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, you, you saw me right now when we were listening to this, dude. I was nonstop. I'm sweating. It just makes you bob up and down. It just made us like both like, you, just, you can't, even if you're just sitting there listening to it, your head's gonna nod up and down with it. Like, it just. And then it Otis takes you comes for the in ride. with the saying that And just like, you're like, did you hear that guy right now? You hear this guy? I gotta keep dancing. Like, I can't not stop. Like, anyway, yeah. Just the energy here is just... Justin, what's the first thing this song reminds you of? Um, well, the movie, Animal House. Which then, in and of itself, is about a fraternity. Which then brings us to our fraternity life castle Mm -hmm. and this was a big song for us that's the first thing it reminds me of yeah yeah because there was many a times when we lived in the fraternity house especially in justin's room he had his room set up on the deck where he literally had a uh power strip where it was like basically the red button was like a press for party yeah (laughs) press here for to start the party and he would turn it on and he had a smoke machine connected to it and he had a little red siren right he had a strobe light everything would turn on if you press that thing so like as soon as there was like a gathering of people that were like wanted to have a good time he hits that thing on boom we're in party mode and there was always a moment in so many of my favorite college memories 
where like there's a gathering of people, a good amount of people dancing, we're all having a good time, and me and Justin will look at each other and we'll just be like, shout time. Shout time. Here we go. He hit it up, and it's one of those songs that just gets everybody in the room invested, and we're all... And this fog machine, let's go back to this fog machine, because I remember he said it first, and uh, I, it was reminded that I had this fog machine on absolute full blast in a just a one-bedroom room. A little tiny room. Tiny room, full blast. So by the time this thing, we were doing this shout, although there was 30 people in the room, it seemed like you were partying with three right next to you because you couldn't see a fucking thing around you. It was great. It's a beautiful aspect of it because uh, it's one of those things that would prevent the potential judgery of like the entire room looking at you if that's what you were afraid of. And you're like, no, 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 we're just in a little close quarters even though we actually got the whole party gone and everything. Like, when I remember back to living in a fraternity house days, like that is absolutely a room that needed to exist in that frame, so... Yeah, I'm glad I was. I'm glad that well was done. my room too. And I'm glad that shout existed for us because it gave us many great times. And I remember it, the reason why the movie is first for me is because I remember watching the movie previous to joining fraternity, and it was actually one of the reasons why I wanted to join fraternity. Yes, I wanted to be part of that craziness. Now I knew as a kid, I was like, okay, movies take things to another level, so it's not going to be that crazy. But if it's even close to that, I kind of that looks like fun. But these guys are getting down, they're randomly hanging out, they're. So I always want to be, but I remember one biggest thing I wanted, it was when they did the judging, I remember being a kid, like, I don't want to be fucking the lame kid that everybody makes fun of in Forest Inn. I don't want to be that guy. And I wasn't. First of all, I have plenty of issues with many of the fraternity movies that I've seen over time where I'm like, yeah, I know, I get a lot of this is familiar, but like so much of it is over the line and like nowhere near, like it makes me wonder, like did these movie producers ever actually... Go to a fraternity party. House or are they just good, going dude. up? Animal House is pretty good. They got just Animal shit Animal House. And you're like, like the shit with the horse. And like, I know we didn't have a horse, but had there been horses around us, I guarantee we got a loft and some livestock or some shit. If there was like, you know, that was part of our college fucking area. You know, I guarantee it. Like, I just, that movie, and there's, there's the parts of like you know there's where it gets a little too deep. with livestock? I didn't. I yeah, didn't. that's the horse. And they, and they were like, they pick up the shit. Anyway. Now there is parts of Animal House that get a little, you know, obviously know, sexual too much. It's been a, maybe we should break down one that. It's, it's actually yeah, a good it one could be us. a three things episode. A three things. I'm waiting, and so it gets a little deep and a little bit on the you know sexual t- crossing the line in the movie. But beyond that, it a was lot of the eighties. Beyond that, the party scenes of that, and then them going to see Otis at the club. Yeah, yeah. ding dong. Can we get a quick clip of that part, real quick? That fucking song killed it. I remember just listening to this movie and being like, "This movie, this, I, I want to be part of this." So is that what made you. So that's why I, it made me do. And then the fact that we brought it to our fraternity house and brought it to the yeah. room every time and brought it to every party that we did, like, yeah, no, it was like I'm so glad I was able to bring that. Which I thought saw as a kid and saw Jim Belushi doing the shout with his little hands and they're getting lower and lower. The fact that I did that like over and Everybody over and would over always do it, yeah. In our fraternity was, and then they would go. You're gonna hear the rest of this, but the whole song would be would be done. We're gonna talk right, about and we would go with it. But like that's actually where I think like your DJ mindset might have helped the whole situation of the setup that we were just talking about. Because there's always that like if you have like some people that are coming over and like we're having drinks or whatever, like there's always a little bit of like a we're kind of like sort of just starting to get loose. It's a little maybe cold, a little awkward first at the beginning. Like you don't play shout then. You would always really. save yeah, you shout. Gotta save it. You can't have it just on the playlist playing in the background. No, no, no. Like, it can't be on a shuffle. You can't have it. It has to be specifically brought in for when everybody's having a good time, the mood is right, 
Now we're ready to jump. Now we're ready to shout. I still remember when you used to be nine years old. I was a fool for you from the bottom of my soul. Yeah, yeah. Now that you grow enough to know. Yeah, yeah. You want to leave me. You want to let me go. break down some lyrics on here because this is one of those parts that i never actually uh, have broke down but he breaks it down here and you're like okay i don't i don't care what you're gonna say right now because you've already got me started you got me ready and you could literally say whatever you want and i'm gonna dance for a bit here so i never really pay attention to this part i still remember i know he says that and then beyond that i have no idea what he says well that is where the dissect dj is coming <laughs> all right i still remember and it's time to break down what they actually go over right there because everybody always glossed over that they were waiting for it to just get to the shout part and they're just bouncing up and down right now but like yeah what, what's he talking what does he remember yeah oh just tell me what you remember when you used to be nine years old what that's not the word this must be talking about his daughter then no way like, this is a song about his daughter. I mean, unless it's, like, about a childhood longtime friend. And they were both nine? That could be it. That's the only other option I could see. Otherwise, I'm, like, let's get the fuck out of this song right now. And, but he continues on and says, I was a fool for you. That's got to be the girl that he was into when he was a kid. From the bottom of my soul, yeah, girl. And now that you've grown up and old enough to know, yeah, yeah, you want to leave me. You wanna let me go? All right. You know, I honestly didn't know that. I about never it. knew this song <laughs> had like a deafness to it. This is a, so this is about a, basically a man that met his like the love of his life when he was nine years it's like old. A, this is like a Korean Topanga situation. Not sure when, how old he was, but he could have been. I'm guessing ten or eleven. They were both young. Um, yeah. Or, I mean, it could get real weird fast. But in any case, we're gonna go ahead and hope that it's no. Let's stick with the Korean Topanga scenario. Tor- yeah. Childhood lovers, and then they grew up, and. uh she wants to leave now. They've grown up. She's grown apart. And wow, I would not think that he would be this exciting about shouting. Well, no, he's, he's not excited. He's actually shouting because he's fucking yelling at the world that his. Is this an aggressively angry song? Yeah. Actually, is you this make a me want to fucking shout? You're leaving. Me. Disguised as a fun like party song this whole yeah. time. Yes. I want you to know. I said I want you to know right now. I think this song might not even be the happy shout. This is a pissed off shout because the girl he's loved since he was a fucking young nine year old. Yeah. Let's let's try to switch some of these <laughs> lyrics moving forward, flipping the fun shout into the angry shout, and see how it changes how we hear it. Well, so okay. far the story is correct. Too, so right. so far he remembers a girl that now it was nine years old. He yeah. Was a so what's four. the next lyrics? Want to hear? Bottom it. of it. Okay. I want you to know, and we're about to hear this. I said, I want you to know right now. So what he's actually saying is like, hey, I want you to know. You know what? No. I want you to know right now. You've been good to me, baby. You've been good to me. All right. Better than I've been to myself. Hey. You know what? Probably better than I've been to myself. Oh, just lay it out. And if you ever leave me. 
And you know what? If you ever leave me, I don't want nobody else. No, no. I don't even want anybody else. There it is. All right? I don't even want anybody else. I said I want you to know. Listen, I want you to know. I said I want you to know right now. I said I want you to know. You know you make me wanna. You know what's weird is this song is hard to stop as it gets going, but it stops itself at the same time. But even though it stops itself at the same time, you're ready to like let it like carry the mood that it carries, and you're just gonna go along with it. Like it's literally the only song I can think of that picks up the mood and its tempo and it changes so drastically, but you're so with it and it doesn't throw you off. You're just like, all right, where are we going now? Well, I'll be honest. I've DJed enough weddings with this song mm-hmm. to know. That you actually cannot let this next part ride out in, That's its, true. in its entirety. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. kind of long and drawn. I like it. We're gonna enjoy it because this guy's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That that is where it takes a true DJ to actually, whether it's an actual DJ or just the room DJ, to read the situation. Like, how in on this song is the room right now? Are we really? Is everybody hanging on every word, or is it kind of like we were jumping up and down to shout? But we're kind of like talking a little bit. And like, then if it's like, no, we're not really like super invested in the song. It's more the energy. Then you get out right here. Man, I got to be honest. Even Nobody knows this whole song. And it's about 30 seconds here where he said he goes slow. It, the tempo changes to a very dull it minimum. It crawls and to a halt. a halt. And it's very you know, inspiring. And if you know the song, you're waiting for it. You're like, just give it a second. Take a breath here because we're about to get crazy. And you know that. But. Anybody that doesn't know and, and it's kind of like already awkward because they're on the dance floor, don't feel comfortable mm. on the floor, they need about five seconds to ten seconds of no air to, for them to be like, oh, it's time for a drink. Or, oh, you know yeah. what, I'm ready to leave. Oh, oh it's time for dancing now. You should know what's happening right there. But... So, I usually cut this part pretty quickly. It goes, now wait a minute. There should be a version that actually just cuts through this whole part because this is like great for like the movie like we were just talking about. Sometimes a great seat. But... There needs to be a version that just kind of jumps right back into shout. Yeah, but in any case, now wait a minute, I feel alright. <laughs> I'm sorry, I met again. I'm sad that our listeners can't watch Justin's facial. You gotta get fully into it. If facials it, as try he. It. I'm, a, I'm a B singer. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to give myself no. a, a singer qualities. What? But but what? But I gotta. We know that we all know anybody that see you do karaoke is that you make up for any lack between the A and B category by your theatrics, yeah. and that's where I'm sad that everybody can't see but your they theatrics will. as you're Season that. two is going to come up, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We're going to bring the video mics. We're going to figure this out, and we're going to make ourselves known gonna, to the world. We're going to get some visuals going good looking for you. Dudes. We should have our faces because some of these other podcasts. I don't know what these boys. My goodness, you guys should not be saying I don't know faces. what podcast you've been watching. I don't know, but I'm just saying. Other don't be, call uh, out any names. Don't I'm not, but names. other dudes. No, it just gives another reason that we, <laughs> another way that we can connect with y'all, you know? You know? So, but yeah, and then, now that I got one moment, I feel, hey! Then he feels all right, you know? All right, all right! Yeah, yeah! You've been so good to me. 
You've been so good to me. Now, I don't know where he's going with this, right? Because the girl was leaving him. Yeah, let's get back and to the story. But now he's now he said, wait a minute, I feel all right now that I got my woman. He must have got her back now? Do you think he, like, won her heart back or something? Like, I'm You kinda... know what? I could actually see that because uh, this, okay, if we're talking a Corey Topanga situation, which I'm going to keep going back to because that's the only thing I can think of that's, like, a from nine years old thing. Which, by the way, real quick, as we're going to do Boy Meets World, I met Ben Savage. I actually DJed a photo that's right. shoot for him. Yeah, yeah. And Ben Savage... Fuck Ben um, Savage, bro. Don't fucking throw Fuck Ben, ben under Savage. the bed. Fuck Boy Meets World. The guy's don't an throw asshole. Corey Matthews under the bed. He didn't want to shake my hand because he was apparently sick. And then within That's two fair. within two minutes was shaking the main photographer's hand like, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you for everything you're doing for me. And I, oh, Ben Savage. God. Fuck you, He was bro. trying to not get you sick. Don't Fuck Ben Savage. Don't talk shit on Corey Matthews. Now wait a minute. Woman, I feel hey, alright. You've been so good to me. You've been so good to me. This is basically going through the up and down relationship of a childhood lifelong love. So he, the first verse sounds like. It was like, oh, you moved on, but I still makes me want to shout. And I went over that. We went over that in great detail with my angry shouting. And now uh, he's got her back. So it's a different kind of shout. I think maybe this is like the full definition of shout, of like how angry you can shout, but also how positive you could shout and how so many things in life, especially when talking about love, just makes make you want to shout. shout. You know you make me want to shout. Lift my head up and shout. Throw my head back and shout. Come on now. Shout. Come on now. Shout. Come on now. Shout. Come on now. Shout. Take it easy. Shout. Take it easy. Shout. Take it easy. Shout. Take it easy. Shout. A little bit fucking now. 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 Shout. A little bit fucking by this point otis and the knights have you locked in mm-hmm. okay you've taken your rest. if you were to this point in the song they got you they got you you've you've had your intermission they gave you a nice little 30 second take a breather uh you they already told you the giving you the energy of the song they're giving you what we're going to be doing they got you locked in and then they have this part which this is again one of those times that i always wanted to join my fellow brothers in pie cap because I wanted to go down mm-hmm. a little bit softer now. A little bit softer now. A little bit softer now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. And then everybody's getting lower. Everybody's getting Everybody starts to stand up. And then the infamous part that's right around the corner. That's when it really brings it home right there. Just sing along.
that song is so oh, good. the energy. Talk about tempo pickup. They start picking up yeah. the end. Shop, I love that they willingly Woo! just go out of control. They're just Woo! like, oh, everybody's out of control right now. Just run with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm full of energy at that point. Oh, man. Ugh. You want to go on the roof and just jump around real quick? No, I just want to shout! No, that feels like a lot of energy. I'll just probably, sh- I'll probably just shout instead. Oh, what a great song, man. man. You, you know, don't play the, that at your family parties, you're fucking up. So many good memories I have from that song. I remember us having a great shout-off in Mexico on SWAT. That was another great time. I also remember it uh, from Laker games. Another great memory I have from it. There was a year... As you know, where I got to go to many Laker games, that was a great time. And I got very used to the entire setup of the Laker games. I knew at the end of the first timeout, they played this song. Oh, they're going to do the kiss cam at the end of the first timeout in the second quarter. I literally had everything marked down. It was after the end of the first timeout in the fourth quarter when they were like really trying to get the energy going. And they would always show the clip from Otis Day in the Knights, Animal House, as they were in between splicing footage of like fans and stuff get the the energy up yeah so i also have great memories of going to liquor games with this song and i feel like anything that you have memories of that includes the song shout is always positive like this song's this song's not really any negative energy yeah get one in there my my weddings that i've dj'd over 800 of in my 15 years man this is I would say this song stands out to me in most weddings as the most energy, most fun. Everybody's enjoying it. The bride and groom are in the middle. Everyone else is surrounding them. Family's yelling. Kids are yelling. Uh, grandma's yelling. Everybody's hands are going up during shout. It's the best video and photos you're going to get. Like, it just, uh, it's, it's, I don't want to say it saved me, but it's definitely uh, at played at the right time, made me seem like I'm the best DJ in the world, even though I just played Otis and his boys doing their thing. Definitely a great wedding song. Basically, what, this song was to the first time out in the fourth quarter of the Laker games what it is to many weddings where it's like that fourth quarter and you're like let's really pick up the energy and like just charge through the end of the game right now and that's like what the song's good for and it will be forever and uh it's timeless and you know what i say we use that energy and charge through uh 2021 i agree let's go real quick we didn't even talk about it because we just sang through it the sing-along bro like, what yeah. song has a song that's like, hey, and then you know, everybody just kind of knows, we got to say what he just said. He didn't Very... tell us, they didn't tell us to, but for some reason, I feel like I got to repeat exactly what he I just said. I love that, because if he did, it would have just been a little bit lame. Everybody say what I'm going to say, hey, yeah. I guess he could have been snuck it in there. You could have, but like, just whenever I watch, cool. there, I, there have been so many times when I've watched like a live performance of somebody like performing at a concert where they're like, all right, everybody sing with me now, and they like start doing this, and they're like... Everybody say! And now, to all our our listeners, he's clapping his head over, hands over his head. Yeah, we've all seen it in a concert. He's shaking his head, and he's he's trying to get the crowd. Everybody that's been to a big concert and watched somebody do it, it's a go to move. You gave a great visual. The point is, Otis didn't need to do that. He was just like, y'all are going to follow me because I'm going to jump in and y'all are going to want to follow me. It's because he was locked trip. in. They were locked in already. Yeah. Once they once they did the intermission. The boldness of making a song knowing that you can leave that little space right there and they just know that everybody's going to sing along. You can't even, I don't even know if I've ever seen anybody duplicate it. I don't know if it exists. I don't know if it exists. Now, real quick, I don't think they actually leave a gap. I think there's a, a group of people singing. You're right. The second it's part. kind of like when you hear Sweet Caroline. And everybody just thinks that that one spot is like for bah, 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 or so good, so good. And if you listen to that song without a crowd, 
it's actually a very tame song. Like yeah. it doesn't have any of that, and it just like that's been put into your head. Yeah. And there's very few songs that actually would make me sing in a group setting where I'm suddenly belting out notes like like loud too. Like hey, it actually might be the only one I can think of. Yeah, because I'm not a big like group. <laughs> there's a few songs that like you know you know as a DJ like there's a few songs like what's that Garth Brooks song that like everybody likes to sing. There's like a, a few of those like sing along songs. I like, got friends. Yeah. I'm not going to sing along to that one. But this one, yeah, I'll start bellowing Don't that shit. Don't stop believing. Mm. Hold on to that feeling. That one might get me. Depends where I'm at in the night. Oh, this one, it would be hard for me to not sing with. And partially because I feel like it would never play unless it's the right setting. This is one of those songs that just only comes along when it's the right time for it. So The beginning of Tina Marie? I mean, Woo! that's a me and you thing. Oh, we still got to do that. How have we not done that all season? All right, no one's coming. That's a, I'm gonna officially mark Tina Marie. She's as coming in. It's coming. Tina, we coming for you, girl. We're coming. But in the meantime, we are here. Uh, we're, I, we're I think, we know, right I think now. we know what we were giving this song. There's no way we not bonto. Are we on the same song. page here? Yeah. Let's all right, it. let's slap it out. different shouts because this song calls for it a couple things i found out about this song going in the five star it's actually about a man that um loved the girl since they were both youngins she tried yeah, to leave him that. he got her back through shouting yes shouting Amazing. worked maybe it was the angry shouting uh in which case this could actually be a very dark story yeah because he probably yelled I'm at her sure there's been like, cases okay. like, where a man actually was able to get back his man, his, his estranged uh yeah, significant other dark at this point i know but that's what we do i'm sure it's been done where like yeah there was some aggressive shouting and then somehow that was like okay yeah i guess and then they stay together and like i like to think that that's not the case that otis is uh getting into but like all i can do is read the, the lyrics and follow along the story and i hate that we've done that a little bit in this one because it's taken it down just a notch but still a five clapper. Still a fun sound. Still a five slapper. It's still a classic. You're gonna have it at your next good party, and so will we. And you know what? That's gonna probably be the peak of that party. That's the thing this song brings to the table. Is it's usually the peak of the party. The only problem with it is, after it ends, oftentimes I remember like we're kind of like, okay, so now what? And like we don't really like it's all downhill from Actually, here. Actually, as a DJ, there's many different ways you can go at that because uh, oh. shouts around that 160 BPM mark and all other things that are around there are. Hey yeah! So right after you go, and he shouts, you can go one, two, three, and keep the energy real high. Mm. If you want to do that, if you, you want to keep the energy yeah. slapping, or right after shout, it's a good time to go into. It's, also it's, good, it's a good yeah. time to transition and get out of it. Yeah. Always a good song that sounds just like that, right? It has that kind of similar beat because it has an old voice to it, but it's a newer song. You go into the end of shout and go shake everybody. Now you got that old Otis with a hip-hop beat coming. You just transition the speed of the music. Everybody's like, oh, I'm done with the old music anyway. Let's party. But it's Otis singing the beginning part, so it's a good transition because you got the old voice wow. with the new music. Boom. DJ 101 with DJ Jack. Hey, yeah, you could go either way. You just have to read the crowd at that point. And then there's many different ways, but those are just two examples. So of for all y'all DJs that stuck with us this whole episode, yeah. there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Most DJs You're probably right. hate on us. Like, these fools ain't DJs. Fuck these homies. That's just well, how Justin likes to think about all DJs. So. DJ, fuck out of DJs. <laughs> just throw on shout. You always be good. You always be good when the energy's up and you throw on shout. You shout. Now that we shouted through that, I think there's only one more thing to shout. Next!